evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Or morning or afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Good your time zone. Good your time zone, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and welcome to Top Shelf. Yay. Yay. Top Shelf. This is episode 95. Not episode 95. We're on movie number 95. <laughs> I was going to say, what happened well, to the last 90 it- movies? On iTunes, they're labeled as number 95. That's true. I try, to, I try to label it's number 95 it. on the list. And what is number 95? The best picture. The best picture show. And we already messed it up. <laughs> I told you I was going to be nervous about this one. The what? last picture show. The last picture show from 1971. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I always sound so enthused. Yes, yeah, so we're sound- Um, Before we get started, yes. I would like to say thank you to all of our new listeners since it's gone up on iTunes. Yes, we have gotten and, a lot of new listeners. Yes, so thank you and welcome to new listeners. We will endeavor to not suck it up for you and hopefully maintain your interest <laughs> as we continue to climb our way up the list. Here's my theory. What's <laughs> if it's your a, theory? If it's a movie that, you, that, that, that they don't like, still listen because we'll... Pr- probably have something funny to say about it that's a lot of pressure to put on us to well be funny. not well i'm not saying we have to be funny i'm just saying it we probably will happen it's a lot of pressure well pressure, pressure is good yeah okay <laughs> is that a great so, start all right of course now you say that and it's like i was gonna tell them to please go and give us a rating yes. on itunes and write a comment but not if you're gonna be a nasty troll about it don't be, don't be that internet. Oh, don't be that. Be internet. better than that. Internet. You're talking to them. I thought you were talking no, to not me. You. I'm like, what? What not did you. I do? No, not you. Okay. The internet. The don't internet. be a troll. Don't be that. Don't be that guy. Okay. So the last picture show. Yes. Is a drama. Yes. It's an hour and fifty eight minutes long, according to IMDb. Yes. According to the version we watched, <laughs> it was two hours and six minutes. Didn't need to be that ten minutes longer. Apparently, it's the director's cut. Is the version we watched. So I, what they would have cut out of that movie. Well, I can tell you when okay. we get. Oh, do you actually we have can get, it. Yeah, oh, I know okay. what they changed. Look and whatnot. Look at you being all prepared. I know. Fun stuff. I know. Okay, so this week is a little different because obviously not a lot of technology in this movie. No. Next to none. I'm yeah. gonna say none technology outside of I, I have typical nothing. typical camera work. Yeah, not a lot in the way of trivia. Not no. anything terribly interesting, anyway. And actually, not a lot when it comes to cultural content or like co- cultural impact or effect context. Anything really. So so it's gonna be more. Um, I'll t- we'll talk about the plot maybe a little more in depth than we normally would. Probably could talk about some um, of the actors. That we're talking about so. the casting. Yeah, definitely. Who's in it? Big names are in this one. Um. We'll do the awards. I'll share my brief trivia. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a new segment called Things We Learned, <laughs> which is generally humorous little anecdotes we learned. See, and you're worried about being humorous. That's true. It's well, other people fine. might not think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Well, <laughs> and all that matters is that I laugh. <laughs> um, ranking on the AFI list and yep. its ratings on IMDb. Because that's what we're going to start. Inco- I'm going to start incorporating just to give know. people a view or a, like a perspective as to maybe how different the rating on IMDb maybe is from how it's received on the AFI list. OK. And then we'll do our personal thoughts and then we'll come to a close and discuss briefly what we're doing next week. <laughs> we're going to try. Motion. We're going to try and do this. <laughs> we might try and up this to every week. Yes. 
if we possibly can. Especially with summer coming up and school winding down. I know it's, I'm on spring break officially. So with school, I'm, I'm thinking of school winding down. So, so hopefully we'll get to up these more. Because right now. People have not even gotten through this. I've just been rambling for the last. Because right now, right now at this point, if we keep going the rate we're going, this podcast will be done with in four years. And I think there are other movies I'd like faster. to talk about yes. that are not on this list. Yes, yes, there are other other endeavors we'd like to get into. So, without further ado, the last picture show. So, God. not the best picture show. Not the best picture show. The last picture Pretty show. Pretty positive that's. It's not the best picture show. No. Okay. <laughs> However, it is about a group of high schoolers in the 1950s and their coming of age in a bleak, isolated, and atrophied West Texas town that is slowly dying, both economically and culturally. Big words in that sentence. Yes, this is from... That's the IMDb <laughs> okay. plot plot line. Somebody was smart when they wrote that synopsis. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, a bunch of kids live their life, they graduate, the end. But uh, So yes. I'm going to give a little bit of an in-depth. If you haven't watched it, you might want to stop here, go watch it, and then come back. I'm going to be a little spoilery, mm-hmm. just as a heads up. Um, I mean, there's nothing crazy. No, it's not... No plot twists yeah. are going to be... Be ruined in this. So apparently, not apparently, this movie spans one year from 1951 to 1952 and deals with a character named Sonny, who's played by Timothy Bottoms, and a character named Duane, who's played by Jeff Bridges. They are high school seniors and they are co-captains of their high school's football team. And they share a rooming house home and a battered pickup truck, which they take to and from school. Dwayne is good-looking, amusing, and popular, and is dating J.C. Farrow, who is played by Sybil Shepard, who is the prettiest and wealthiest girl in the town. And Sunny is a little more sensitive and has this kind of dumpy, unpleasant girlfriend who they break up in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Basically goes on and follows them through their senior year and into the summer. Sunny has a couple of affairs with people. J.C. ends up fooling around with Randy Quaid's character. <laughs> and yeah, there are a lot of interesting things go on. Randy Quaid, for those of you who may not know the name, think if you've seen the movie Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Vacation. Or any of the Or any of the Vacation, Vacation movies. movies. He's Cousin Eddie. Yes, he is. <laughs> so you know how kind of creepy Cousin Eddie is? Yeah. Still creepy younger, when he's younger. creepier version. <laughs> younger, younger, not creepier, younger, creepy version. That man just, yeah, wasn't ever not creepy. <laughs> I love him still, don't get me wrong, but he's always just creepy. Continue. <laughs> so, I don't want to read the whole plot because I don't want to bore anybody. Basically, I think he it's gave just, a good idea yeah, it's, it. a, it's about, it centers around these two characters, mostly more so Sonny than Dwayne. Mm-hmm. But basically, you know, it's about sex and relationships and. Girls being weird and boys being weird and it's very bad much things so, that happen as you're growing up that yeah. help might will help that will define you as a person things like that. It's very much so a coming of age yeah. story. Like you would still kind of see this t- same type of story done nowadays in movies with teens and high school and stuff. It's it's the whole yeah them graduating and then realize you know the the time of their like a year in their life of them changing and their their whole yeah. like growing up basically and, exactly. But I it's weird seeing it. I don't know. Maybe it's, just it's, a, it's different because it's in black and white. Yes, for it's, a 1971. It was, it was filmed in 1971, but is set in the 1950s, obviously, since I said it's from 51 to 52. Yep. But there's, a, you know, there's adult, it, it's kids relating to adults, how the adults relate to their children, how their children might be repeating the mistakes they made when they were young. 
things like that. It is based on a book by Larry McMurdy. Which the I remember uh, I don't know I don't want to step on your toes, but they were talking about like the city that it was that the book takes place in. Yeah. Did you talk about? Are you going to talk not. about that? That the city um, in the book, the 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 city that it was the movie was based on. Or sorry, in the book, the city the fake city in the book is based upon a real city. There's the words I was trying to say. Go, it's based upon job. a real city in Texas. It's Archer, Texas, or Archer City, Texas. I don't remember what it is. And this movie films filmed in that town in texas that the book was based on if that makes any sense so like they figured out like they actually went into it and figured out uh figured out what 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 city it was mm-hmm. and they went to that city so that way they got as close as the book is cool which i give them credit for and give them props for yeah but um it was directed by peter bogdanovich who's actually done some stuff like besides this mm-hmm. he was on an episode of how i met your mother he was apparently in um the Sopranos for like 15 episodes. Oh, he plays yeah. a doctor a lot. Um, he's still alive at this time. And the, the film I know him from, and that's just me, and there's only like six people out there that will actually know what movie I'm talking about, but it's the film adaptation of the play Noises Off. From 1992. From 92. He was the director of it. He wasn't in it. He was just the he director also of it. directed Mask. Oh, yeah. The Cher film. And that's Paper right. Moon. Oh, and the Barbara Streisand Woody Allen film. What's up, Doc? Oh, I okay. forgot about that. And there's also a sequel to this movie called Texasville. You just made a noise you're never allowed to make on the podcast again. What, don't the clicking do, of the tongue? Yeah, don't make that noise. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> that's going to come back, back badly in the headphones. Don't do that. That's awesome. Oh, gosh. That's like eating on the podcast. Don't do that either. <laughs> well, in the Texasville, the sequel to this film is, uh, it has all, like, the cast, because it, it takes place like 30 years after the story of this film, and it's all the original cast came back. Like everybody from the original film came back to do, to play their characters just 30 years later, which is really cool that they got everybody to come back, but it's just weird. I, I, yeah, we'll talk about what I feel about that at the end of this, when we talk about our opinions of the film. Yes. So, so I'm going to let you go on to your oh. awards real quick. Okay. And I'm going to get my water bottle. So, so this movie um, actually, this film had 31 major award nominations, and I mean, uh, we're talking major ones. Like there, this was one of those movies. It had eight Academy Award nominations. Uh, so this is one of those films that kind of swept the whole like Oscar nominations. nominations. Uh, it was nominated for Best Actor. Okay, here's actually something kind of cool. I didn't. It's kind of interesting. It was actually nominated twice in two different categories uh, for best actor in a supporting role and a best actress in a supporting role. It had been nominated twice. There was two actors in both those that had been nominated. Uh, it was also nominated for best cinematography, best director, best writing and best picture. The, it won two awards and it won once in each of their best uh, actor and best actress in a supporting role. Cloris Leachman won. And then Ben Johnson who played, Oh, I don't even remember the guy's name. Eh, Sam the Lion. Oh, Sam the Lion, the guy who uh, more or less runs the town. But uh, it won for that. It also had six Golden Globe nominations, which in case it won one of, which was Best Supporting Actor Role, and that was Ben Johnson. So he actually won both a Golden Globe and an Oscar for the same exact uh, award. And then in 98, it was entered into the National Film Registry. So again, continuing our uh, long line 
of these movies being in the National Film Registry, uh, except for Ben-Hur. This one was uh, also also entered into it. Besides that, it won a handful of other awards, uh, a lot of smaller ones, smaller like award ceremonies, not ones major, major awards. They won a couple or it was nominated for a couple BAFTA awards, I do believe. But the main things was that it was nominated for the eight Oscars and the six Golden Globes. So it was definitely one of those that just swept the award ceremony that year, which after watching it, I'm curious about how it swept the awards ceremony. But again, we'll get into that at the end. Yes. <laughs> um, that actually for the awards was all that I really, really had. Uh, Jeff Bridges was what was the uh, other nomination for best supporting actor or best actor in a supporting role. Uh, he was also nominated for that. So, but I mean, he did not win, but it was still cool. The fact, I mean, he was still early in his career and he already yeah. had an Oscar nomination. I mean, and this we is... we all know, Jeff Bridges is awesome. Yes, he is. I mean, this is obviously long, long, long before The Big Lebowski and it's long before even the original Tron and the original King Kong, or not the original King Kong, but the remake King Kong in the 1970s. Like, this is before all those movies of his and he was only 22, Two. I think, is what, I, is what we saw, so... To be already nominated, and again, not win, but still, just to be nominated, that was very cool for somebody that age. But uh, that's all I have. That's all I kind of have for awards. Okay. Like you said, it's kind of a shorter yeah, shorter episode, but... Not a shorter episode, it's just... Shorter in our topics that we yeah, came up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our topics don't really work as well for this episode as they have with previous ones with more technology savvy and and maybe some urban legends behind the right. filming of things there's I, not not much i almost in, yeah in the way of like controversial like things that happened on the set or you know directors that were a pain in the butt and mm-hmm. stuff like that i almost wonder if we shouldn't ask for if anybody has ideas for topics or like sections we can talk about in the show for movies like this possibly like if anybody has any ideas, up, we, can we can open, open up ideas. Yes. So if there are any suggestions for films like this that don't really fall into the existing categories, do we have a Ghost Hat email that we can send? Them? Um, I will definitely post that on the okay. Ghost Hat website. Awesome. Because I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. I do believe it's info at GhostHat.net. I do believe that's what it is. If it's not, guess what I'm making after we're done recording this hey. podcast. So send any of your requests, or comments, or questions, or within reason. Within please. reason. <laughs> You know, Not to be a sad sap, but, but within reason. We, we don't want to be doing ridiculous research no. on movies. This is a very serious podcast. <laughs> very serious. Obviously. Film is very serious. <laughs> very serious. But any of those you might have to. Info at, uh, info at ghosthead.net. That was creepy. That was creepy. But I wanted to make sure that they understood what the email was. And okay. that email address was info at ghosthead.net. I can't wait till I have to listen to this in the car and that's gonna drive me. Don't would, do it again. It would only be better if I moved I what speaker. I crabby on this episode. I apologize. <laughs> I am not crabby. I'm on spring break. I have to work tomorrow and then I am done for like a week. It would only be Fantastic. creepy if I moved what speaker my oh, voice was oh, coming no. out of. Oh, no. Okay, back on track. People are not gonna want to listen to us oh, ramble. I don't know. I think it's pretty entertaining so far. <laughs> Continuing okay, on. Your trivia. Trivia for the last picture show. Yay. All the music in the film, with the exception of the closing credits, and there is a live band at the Christmas party that part- <laughs> takes place in this movie. Christmas. Is played on in the background on radios, jukeboxes, or in the case of a certain scene, on a portable record player. There is no score to this film. Like no musical underlying score. All but one of the shots are at eye level, meaning there was no cranes, no, none of those, the cameras that the 
director sits on and they go up in the air and mm-hmm. come back down. Is that a crane? cherry picker? Cherry picker. Yeah, it's a like crane. That. Okay, nothing like yeah. that. Everything is shot like as if it was like handheld at eye level, but not handheld. Not handheld. But yes, I we understand you know what, what I mean? you mean. Yeah. Uh, Civil Shepherd was cast with the option of backing out of her nude scenes if she so desired, and let me tell you, there's a frequent amount of them. All over the place, yeah. this movie. Not they, just her. They happen quite frequently. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of nudity in this movie. Yeah, there is. Um, She only agreed to do them after asking the opinions of the three female co-stars, who were Cloris Leachman, Ellen Burstyn, and Eileen Brennan, who all thought that she should do them. It obviously didn't hurt her career any. No. Because you still know who she is. Oh, you didn't talk about the cast. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'll get to that. Sorry. It's okay. I Most just I just big uh, names I've said. Yeah, I just thought about that. Randy Quaid. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, who everybody Civil knows. Shepherd. Civil Shepherd. Um, I who would I say? Eileen Eileen Burstyn? Yes. Or Ellen Burstyn and Eileen Brennan. Eileen Brennan is Mrs. Peacock and Clue. It's an amazing film. Um, I wish that was on this list. Yes, I do too. Cloris Leachman was in is in the Cloris movie. Leachman. Everybody might know her better from uh, uh Young Frankenstein. She was Frau Fabluka. 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 She's been in crap tons of other stuff i mean she but was 45 when she did this movie she'd been acting for what 25 years like 25 years point. and yeah. she's still acting didn't you yeah. say she's got four movies coming out this year and like three on deck for next yeah. year or something like, like that she's, and she's still gonna be going. 90 soon it's ridiculous she's going strong speaking of cloris leachman her last scene in the movie was printed on the first take without any previous rehearsals she wanted to rehearse the scene but the director thought it would ruin the scene if it was rehearsed and ultimately, his sense of direction paid off as Leachman won an Academy Award for her performance. See? She does give a very good performance as, yes. as Ruth Popper yes. is her character in this film. Which I will also say that. I mean, the the acting by a handful of the of the actors in the movie are very well done. Not all of them, per se, but... This movie is prominently featured in Stephen's King, Stephen King's 2006 novel, Lizzie's Story, spelled L-I-S-E-Y, hmm. Story. This is Sybil Shepherd's film debut. It's also the film debut of Randy Quaid and Sam Bottoms. Wow. Okay. Let's. That's a lot of lot of people, a lot of actors, a lot of. Lot, and again, this is the thing: if you go to IMDb and you look up the cast of this, you click on any of these guys and any of these actors or actresses' names, you're going to see a ton of other movies that they've been in since this film. I mean, it's not like these people showed up for one or two movies and then just fell off the face of the earth. These people have been around for a long time. And still doing good. Yeah. Um, the film Wagon Master, whose poster is seen in the theater stars and pictures a young Ben Johnson. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> the things you learn. That's that's really it for uh, trivia. Like I okay. said, not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of stuff going on. Again, when it's, when it's a movie that's just about a bunch of teenagers growing up, not a whole lot going on there yeah. for much of anything at all. I mean, I had absolutely, like I said, I had absolutely no technology. The only thing that would have even came close in this one would have been the whole camera, yeah. the whole film being shot at eye level. But and the biggest trivia is mostly the awards, and you covered that already. Yeah. So. There, there's that. <laughs> so now we're gonna do things we learned from this things movie, we learned, which are silly, <laughs> but we learned them. I like this list. <laughs> Thing number one we learned. Jeff Bridges does not age. No, he does not. He walks on screen, you immediately know who Jeff Bridges is. Because <laughs> it was right away in the it's beginning. It's so silly because it's it's 
his voice coming out of a 22 year old without a beard. Nope, exactly. It's basically if Jeff Bridges had, sh- if he shaved off his beard today, it would look exactly the same as he Pretty did back much. then. He's a little heavier, a little but heavier, other than that, few wrinkles. He looks exactly the same. And you know, you knew immediately because we were questioning whether one well, of the like, people. Is that Jeff Bridges? Yeah, no. and then the moment that he shows up, we're like, oh, oh that's him. Okay. <laughs> yep. As we mentioned, there's a lot of nudity in this film. Yes, there is. And some of those people, we don't need to see naked. That goes for you, Cloris Leachman, and Randy Quaid. Thank you. Oh, Randy Quaid. There was a moment where you saw the mini Quaid, and it's just like, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. We don't want to see that again. I can never watch European Eyes are burning. (laughs) Oh, things we also learned that we missed a prime opportunity Yes. During the Christmas party, because that's when Civil Shepherd's character meets Randy Quaid. Yeah. And it's on Christmas, and we didn't say, Merry Christmas, shitter's full. <laughs> that's right. Oh, <laughs> Christmas vacation. Underrated oh, movie. Yes, it is. In my opinion. Where's that on this list? <laughs> right? We have AFI top Christmas movies list. Maybe we should do that as a special episode come we, the holidays. I we'll feel- do an extra long episode of our favorite christmas our movies. favorite christmas movies our top five favorite that christmas movies that would be movies. fun we'll do we that. should do that we'll do that we'll do make a note a bonus episode <laughs> we'll have it on record this is true why do i need to make a note this is my note uh you know, really, future jeff and Lindsay. <laughs> i really wanted this episode to be more formal because we have a new listening audience and it's just devolved into us being you know, and I apologize. Jackass. Believe me, if a lot of you We're seemed, not even tired. No, and that's the thing. And a lot of you seem to have listened to the last episode, the Do the Right Thing. Keep in mind, Do the Right Thing, that is how this show normally goes. This movie is just not prime for the structure of our show that's that's the easiest way to say it it is i mean it's so we're we're trying to fill (laughs) so it's not a five minute episode really short episode yes it will be we're at 20 minutes so it's it's things we learned yes more things we learned boring and dusty (laughs) there's a lot of wanting to drive to wichita and we're not (laughs) sure if that's wichita kansas which is what did we figure out four Four and a half hours away or Wichita Falls, which is which only was like, like a half hour yeah, away. Which I don't know if if this is my if this is how Texas is, where it's all boring and dusty. Maybe they got nothing else to do but drive the four and a half hours to Wichita. I don't know. We're from Wisconsin. We don't know these things. <laughs> More things we've learned. Don't get in a fight with Jeff Bridges unless you want to have a glass bottle stabbed into your eye. <laughs> Pretty much, I think that's a good life advice. That's right a good there. life lesson. Life lesson, never get into a fight with Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges, or you'll get a glass bottle. Or in anyone, eye. with anyone holding a glass, like, beer bottle, you will get it jammed in your eye socket. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Not, not busted over the head. No. no. Jammed, jammed in, in your eye yes. socket. Yes. And you'll have to wear a <laughs> eye patch that looks like a sink drain on your face. <laughs> not really sure what that was helping, because it's literally just a bunch of holles. Well, it probably helps the... The bandage the heel, breathe. So it breathes. So it doesn't but, get, you don't get like gangrene in your eyeball or but something. Like, it just looked weird. It did. It looked it like the, the 50s. What do you want? It looked like the worst metal eye patch you could possibly have. And it looked like something that needed to be in Blade Runner. It did. It really did. It really did. So sadly, that was all the things we, we learned, learned from this one. But um, I really also want to do that. Also, that losing your virginity apparently makes you a slut. Yes. Within like a month of losing your virginity, mm-hmm. you're a slut. We discussed that this was the 50s and the biggest thing they had to worry about, and they said it themselves, yes, they did. was the clap. <laughs> there was no other bad things to worry about. Allegedly. Allegedly. According to this film. Yes. Yes. We're not we're not claiming the only thing you had to worry about in the 50s was just the clap. clap. But <laughs> So... 
The clap like is that. the B side of love. <laughs> There's an album called that. It's I think weird. somewhere. Okay, ranking. It is number ninety-five on the list. Yes. It is rated eight, eight a solid eight out of ten on IMDb. Okay. For its meta score. Okay. Or that's not its meta score. It doesn't have a meta score. So that's that's the uh, that's the uh, the like the audio the user review out of twenty-two thousand three hundred and six reviews is a solid eight. And looking through the user reviews, lots of ten out of ten. Going back like over ten years. See and okay. Can we talk about the rating? Yeah, let's talk about our. Let's do our personal reflections, okay. and that will include where we think it belongs on the list. Okay, you do yours first. It does not need. It, it's fine where it is on the list, but like you had said, do the right thing should be higher on the list than this. It is. should be so. This much should higher. not be above do the right thing. No. I'm s- I don't, I didn't, and I'm sure, there are film essays about this movie that I have not had a chance to read. Mm-hmm. It's in the Criterion Collection, so that, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to appear ignorant or pedestrian about this, mm-hmm. but to me, the Criterion, like, Criterion Collection sign means that it's not going to engage me all that much, Yeah. or it's going to be way above my head. For what I enjoy watching in films. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not always all about the comedy. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I really am. I like comedy. I like superhero movies. I like supernatural, like, sci-fi movies. I, I, and I like the occasional, like, indie film. Yeah. And not to get, not, you know. I not, love indie films. Not to say the Criterion Collection is all bad. Because no, there is a handful of good movies that are in that Criterion. I own three or yeah. four Criterion Collection yeah. movies. But. It's just that. But if you look at what they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they, they fit into your genre my, that my you like. Yes, it's exactly. Like, well, I, like, I have the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. And Chasing Amy. And Life Aquatic. And I know that there's Dr. a... Wes Anderson. Like, I love Charlie Chaplin movies. I know there's a handful of those mm. that are in the Criterion yes, Collection. Yes, exactly. But... But there's also there's Ingrid... A, or Ingrid yeah. Bergmar... Ingrid Bergman? No, that's not what it is. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking I about. I do! <laughs> but, like, uh, oh, you're doing, like, The Seventh Seal. Yes. Oh. Yeah, Ingrid Bergman. Ingmar Bergman. Oh. Okay, so I was a little off. I was thinking of the actor. I think oh. there's an actor called Ingrid Bergman. Oh, now I'm sounding really like an idiot. Like I don't know yeah, anything see, about this is Hollywood. What I mean. Can't talk. I'm not. Yeah, I don't talk. want to appear idiotic. Um, I. It went above my head. With this think. movie. This movie, not. I don't think it was above my head, but it's it's not something I can relate to. Which it's is outside my realm of being a, being relatable. Which is funny. Unlike like do the right do the thing. right thing, which <laughs> is. Pertinent to what is still happening in society, that movie's almost twenty years old. But the weird thing, where it is twenty years. The old. weird thing is, is that we we re, we related more to do the, do right, the right thing, thing than which we did to the last picture show, which you would think it would have been the complete opposite yeah. because the last picture show focuses on more or less, and not to be broad or anything with the statements, but it more or less follows on a bunch of white kids it does. graduating Everyone high in this school. Movie is white. Like there is there is there is nobody who's not white in this film. So you would think that this movie. We would have gravitated more towards being relatable for, but in it's literally just the opposite. I cannot. I and I would agree. Did you say that you? Yeah, you said that it was good where it's at. I agree. I don't think it needs to be any higher on this AFI list than if this. If anything, spot. there's things below it that should be higher. Yes, 
again, do the right thing do needs right to be thing. a hell of a lot higher on this list. Do the right this. thing is kind of our benchmark at the moment. Yes. In case you haven't gotten this, and I have a feeling this will happen occasionally throughout. Our we'll, list. we'll find we'll movies. find one that really just holds in our brains and we really engage with. And I can't believe how much that movie. I like, love that movie. I, I never thought that movie. So, like, I agree. This movie, this movie's fine where it's at. I, I am honestly confused as to why it has such a high rating and why it's so apparently well loved the only thing i can think of is that maybe this was kind of that first film that focused on teenagers you know like in, in this way at least mm-hmm. like it like this was that this was the first type of like teenage you know, gra- you know, graduating like changing of your life thing, and and it's and on, it was on Entertainment Weekly's like list of top fifty high school movies at like number fourteen or something. So I wonder if that's the case. Like I really wonder if it's because it was the first film, mm-hmm. if it was if it was the first type of these movies. So it would be like Nightmare on Elm Street or like Halloween being on like the top list of like horror films or like in a bigger list because it was the the films that designed yeah. like uh, not designed. Uh, like refined a genre, like it, 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 this. Oh, defined. That was the word I was there looking you go. for. It was, it was a movie that defined a genre. So perhaps the reason why this is so well rated and and talked about is because it defined that teen, that high school teen genre of movies. Yeah, and, and that's the only thing I can think of because honestly, I, 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 I'm okay with this being the only viewing of this film. I forgot that I was going to talk about the director's cut. Oh yes, or why, why. Our version is longer. So yes, that the was my original, opinion. The original release of this movie was 118 minutes because when it was released, mm-hmm. there was a Columbia had imposed a 119 minute time limit on on films. Seriously, Columbia. <laughs> With this requirement removed in the 90s, the director used the 127 minute cut on Laserdisc, VHS, and DVD release. The original 1971 cut is not currently available on home video, though it was released on VHS and Laserdisc through Columbia TriStar Home Video. So you can't even get that cut. No. So technically, the director's cut isn't necessarily the director's cut. It's the original cut of the. Well, I guess that is the director's cut, but it's the cut that you were supposed to have seen, but Columbia forced him to make an edited version of it. Interesting. The, and the, there was two major scenes that were added. The sex scene that happens between Sybil Shepherd's character and the guy where they have sex in the pool hall. Which, by the way, is not good for pool tables. No. <laughs> yes. And then where the the scene where Sam and, and Dwayne decide to go to Mexico. <sighs> oh. That was Jeff's thing about this movie, so that helped remind you. Hopefully. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> here's my thing. <laughs> Um, I found myself as this movie went along more interested in the stories that characters referenced, but you never saw in the film than the actual story that was taking place on screen at the time. For example, they talk about the fact that the basketball team is a terrible team and that they lost like 120 to 14. You never saw that in the movie, but 
you feel like you should have seen it on the way that they, everybody was yeah. reacting. I would have much rather watched them lose that game. And then the other one is going back to what Lindsay just said, where at one point, uh, uh, Sonny and Dwayne decide to just go to Mexico for the weekend and they drive to Mexico and they cut and they cuts and they cut, they're coming back like on Monday and they're all just like, they all have a hangover and they're wearing like sombreros and it, <laughs> I was so more interested in their trip to Mexico than anything else. Like, I wanted to see what they did down there. I wanted to right? see what happened. I wanted to see what happened with the hookers and the tequila. <laughs> what did Jeff Bridges do for, for a weekend in Mexico? I want to know these. I want somebody to make, like, like a Lion King one and a half, like the last yeah. picture show one and a half, where it's the adventures of them, all this stuff that happened outside of the film. I would watch that movie. But I just, I seriously, I wanted to know what they did over that weekend because right? it looked like they had a, it looked like they had fun. It felt like the hangover mm-hmm. where it's like, it leads up to the event and then it cuts to it all over with and they're left in this like aftermath and you're like, what the hell did they do? Mm-hmm. And, and no one ever explains it. Very sad. Very, very sad. But yeah, sorry. So that's all that I have for it. That's my rant. Yeah. On the- <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Sorry, I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. So, uh, <laughs> with that, not safe for work content. Apparently, no, it is not. <laughs> with um, that, I think that's where we're gonna end. Yes. this rather truncated episode. Of yes, yes. Top shelf. <laughs> but next week. Next week. Which we need to figure out what day we're gonna do it. But next week, we are at number ninety-four on the list. We're making our way up that list, and now what is ninety-four, Lindsay? <laughs> the nineteen ninety-four. Classic film, Pulp Fiction. Call me crazy, but I have not seen Pulp Fiction all the way through. However, I am still excited to watch this film. You are just warming up to Tarantino. I am just warming up to him. It's Tarantino's not for everybody. No, he's really not. And I know, and I am well aware that it is a he's an acquired taste. And my first exposure to Tarantino were the first two Kill Bill, or the first two there were the two Kill Bill movies. Okay. And then I saw Pulp Fiction, and then I saw Reservoir Dogs. Still never seen Jackie Brown. Yeah, see, I've I've only ever seen Inglorious Bastards all the way through. Which is a good movie. Which I enjoyed Inglorious Bastards. I can't believe you didn't see Django. I know. You'll see Django soon enough. Eventually. Eventually, I shall see it. But next week will be Pulp Fiction. Yep. And we're going to try and hopefully, like I said, get these out. In a more timely fashion, or yeah. more frequently, we yeah. do, we get them out in a timely fashion. Let's just try to do it more frequently. It'd be helpful after once we hit the summer. It'll definitely be better. Anytime after that Memorial sure. Day, it'll definitely yep. pick up. Guaranteeingly, pick up after Memorial yeah, Day. Yeah, we could so. probably do like three a week. Hell yeah. during the summer. So hopefully we won't, but we could. <laughs> be a lot of movies, to. but it could be done. Be it movies. could be done. I have stuff to do this summer. Though. You don't have things to do. Yeah, you, do. Yes, you do. It's called this podcast <laughs> that we are currently doing. This podcast is not making me any money. <laughs> well, you know, if you were nicer to the people at home, maybe I was they kind of <laughs> crabby for this episode. I'm really sorry. I don't know why I'm so crabby. Welcome to uh, the Top Shelf AFI, where. <laughs> Where we don't really talk about much, and apparently we're both crabby. Yeah. No. Believe us, next week will be this different. Is, this movie didn't leave me with warm fuzzies. So. No, it did not. And it doesn't really make me want to rethink anything about my life. No. Not so much. Oh, Radio Rakim, where are you? Radio. Yeah, Radio, Radio Yeah. So, but anyways. Radio Rahim. That's what it was. Rahim. You put an extra word, an extra letter. <laughs> an extra. <in. laughs>
wasn't belonging in there. So anywho. So anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully we don't lose a massive amount of audience after this. Please stick through. Please stick with us through this episode. This was a rough one. It's like Ben-Hur all over again. We actually watched this movie. Yes, and if you listened to the first episode and you are still listening. Thank you. Thank you very much because we're well aware that first episode was terrible. We'll go. I don't even want to go back and do it again because it's like no. I just I we did no, it. We're we, moving we're on. Done. So, but yes, please do keep listening and at least listen through next week's. Because I'm so needy about with, it. I because I like people. <laughs> I, I like love people every I love one of you, guess, and maybe. I want you to stay and have fun and with us. Because the higher we go, the movies get better, and we get more in depth and Engaged engrossed into them. them. Yes, because I have feelings. I have feelings. I have feelings. Uh, I need this because of reasons. <laughs> I I know oh, that we're feelings. gonna get better. I know these are gonna get um, the movies once the movies start getting up there. They're gonna get more and more. They're, engaging, and they're getting so. there. Yes, so. they are. We're we're working our way through the this bottom, bottom half of the list. Has some real gems and some real duds. Yes, in our opinion. So. Yep. But again, it has some hidden gems. Again, it does. It does. The right indeed. thing the right was a thing. hidden gem. Well, so. I don't know if it, how hidden it was. It was hidden to us. It was hidden to, to us, and that's what I'm meaning. Like yeah. there's a lot of hidden gems to us. True so. story. But otherwise, yeah. So stick with us. Watch, listen, watch stick next week's episode. We'll, yeah, watch next week's episode. <laughs> Apparently, it's going to be a video. Ooh, it might never, just, never, never, never going to do a video podcast. Nope. I think it'd be an interesting special thing. No, we thank try. you. No, okay. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. <laughs> That'll be fun, though. All right, okay, so I'll be doing. That's enough of our one. rambling for this episode. <laughs> No more rambling. No more rambling. No more rambling. Shut it down. Shut it down. All right, so we need to say goodbye. (laughs) Well, for Top Shelf, I'm Lindsay. I'm Jeff. It's all uphill from here, guys. It is. Especially after next week's episode. And I bid you good night. Good night and good night. Good night and good luck. Good night, Radio Rakim, wherever you are. That's gonna be my sign off. Yeah, it is. Shut it down. <laughs> I like that. Shut it down. I'm. Wait. Shut it down. People are gonna get sick of us. <laughs> Shut it down. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.